0: Well, we sustained the wins in practice today, but it was fun. I, uh, um, Utah's an excellent football team, um, excellent running football team. Uh, Devontae Booker, I think, is one of, the, one of the best backs in the country. I think he's an excellent back, a uh, powerful runner. Um, I saw him play in high school. Uh, he's an excellent, excellent player. Uh, defensively, uh, Utah presents a lot of problems. Um, uh, their pass rusher number eight is an, an excellent, excellent player. Uh, Nate Orchard, I think he's one of the best uh, defensive ends in the country, and I know he'll be a high draft choice. Uh, they they present a lot of problems to us. Uh, special teams wise, um, they're electric. Um, they're ranked, I think, in the number one, number two, in every category in special teams. That's where they've made up a lot of um, situations in in their ball games. Um, made up big difference makers in that area. So we've got to be able to, their coverage units are good, the return units are excellent, um, so we're going to have to be very, very good in those phases um, to be successful in the game. And uh, so I'll take any questions from there.
1: Coach, you talked about going 1-0 every week, wanting to go 1-0. But it is the last game, though. Is there a different vibe, especially with it being you the know, last game for the seniors?
0: I, I think uh, anytime you know it's definitely your last game, there's always a little bit of a different vibe, because um, you know those guys in there. It's the last time they're going to be in there with you, the seniors. And uh, so, uh, yeah, the guys are excited. They've, we've had um, two good days of practice, and uh, they're, they're. I think they're ready to go. Excited about playing at home, um, playing at home on Thanksgiving weekend, and um, they definitely uh, want to definitely go out with a W. Coach, you say you're facing a really good running back,
2: really
3: good running team. Your defense hasn't been
0: great at stopping the run this year. Uh-huh. What can you do in this last week to have a better outcome? Tackle better. You know, we've uh, got to tackle better. Um, you know, we've, we've had times when we've done well against the run. We've had times when um, quarterbacks scrambled and make some running yards on us. Um, but he's a guy that you have to, you, you know, he's 225 pounds. He's athletic. He's strong. He's powerful. He's run on everybody in our league well. Um, we have to be able to tackle him well, tackle him low. Um, especially when he gets into the secondary, and uh, we got to minimize um, some long runs with him. He's going to gain his yards because they're going to give it to him about 30 times, I would imagine. I think he has over 250 carries this year, um, so uh, it's going to be a, a game that we're going to have to to tackle him well and fit, fit up the run well, and and um, hopefully that we'll uh, do that.
2: Regardless of the stats against the run, do you see improvement?
0: Yeah, I, I have seen improvement. You know. When you play teams like we've played that have good running quarterbacks, your stats are going to be a, a little not as good at the end of the day because um, you know they make scrambles on scrambling, which is rushing yards. They you know uh, they make a move and, and here they go. Um, so uh, you know I feel like that we've uh, you know gotten better in that area, but we've still got a long, long, long way to go. There's no doubt about that.
4: That's- um- this is the last chance to win a conference game. This team, the program hasn't not won a conference game in over 100 years. Mm -hmm. Do you add that to the list of incentives? Or is it to the point where things like that don't mean anything? You just need to win? It doesn't matter if it's conference, non-conference?
0: No, I mean, uh, no, we just want to win the football game. There's no doubt about it. Um, You know, we've... uh, you know, I would say week in, week out, we've played better in the Pac-12 this year than we did last year. We got one Pac-12 win last year. Um, this year, we definitely think we should have had four or five. I um, mean, we didn't. So, um, uh, I think it it eventually will come. There's no doubt about it. We definitely want to win this last one. We want to win every game we play, but we definitely want to win this one. And uh, it'd be nice to win it for sure. So there's
4: no added.
0: Uh... I, I don't think that would. Um, <clears throat> if I don't think that. A, make any difference at all to the guys. I think they'd want to go out there and win no matter what.
5: Coach, every year around this time is when they give out the, the Buffalo Heart Award, which is something voted on by the fans uh-huh. for a player with heart and determination. Who would you vote for for that
0: award? Wow, there's a lot of them I would. I, you know, there's not one one t- uh, guy I would just signal out. There's a lot of guys that have played with tremendous heart and, and, and given a lot of effort and, and kept fighting. Um, in situations that sometimes it did not look as good to fight, and they kept fighting. So uh, I would say a lot of them deserve it. Um, I'd be interested to in see who they pick. Um, I think they picked Parker Orms last year, didn't they? And I think he was a, a good recipient of that. He always fought hard and played hard and played through injuries. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll pick a good guy. Mike, Courier. Uh, I think fans and, and
2: probably media, Others Uh, naturally are going
0: to compare Colorado and Utah since you both joined the league Uh at the same time. Is that fair and and, uh, how how do you compare the two situations? Well, I I think Utah in 2010 went 13 and 0, spanked Alabama pretty good in the the Sugar Bowl. Um, They've had a good program for a while. And, uh, you know, um, coach has been there for, I think, is is this his 11th year? The 10th or 11th? How many? 11th year as a head coach, and he was the defensive coordinator there for a long time for that. So they have a tremendous stability there. Um, they've built n- new facilities. Um, they've had a program that I would say would be a top BCS, top 25 program for a while now. So uh, they're, they're to me, they're not even even close to what we are rebuilding or anything like that. I think that they have uh, were established and ready to go. I think they're a good football program with um, good stability. I know they were down a little bit last year compared to what they have been. um, But I think they're a a very good football team with a lot of stability in their program and their facilities and and their support. Um, I think they're ahead of where we are um, when we jumped in the Pac-12. I think everybody would agree with that. Um, Of course, I wasn't here when we jumped in the Pac-12, but just looking from the outside in, we played Utah when I was at San Jose State and they were really, really, really good. Um, and, uh, so, uh, um, and they've, they got a really good football team now.
4: Mike, the problems with the secondary injuries and all that are well known. Um, could you just elaborate on uh, what you need to do this week to, uh, shore that up and, and get more consistency?
0: Yeah. Well, I think that all the kids that played last week, um, are back. Akello was beat up a little bit. He's practiced through a little bit of a sprained knee and he'll be able to, to, to go um, and then I, I think we'll get Evan. Evan White was able to practice today without contact, so we'll figure out how he does. Tonight he comes back tomorrow. Hopefully he'll be able to have contact tomorrow, so we'll add Evan White back in the mix, um, which would give us a little bit more depth uh, to help us. But those guys um, uh, just need to They'll go play. They'll have another week under their belt and, and uh, so hopefully they'll go improve and keep playing.
2: Greg Henderson's now starting more games than any defensive
3: back in CU history. Could you talk a little bit about what it's been like to coach him here the last couple years?
0: Yeah, Greg's been um, fun to coach um, and Greg's an excellent competitor. He's just really, really quiet. You know, he's really a quiet kid um, um, and he's done a really good job. He'll graduate this May and um, I think he'll have an opportunity to play in the NFL. And so I've really enjoyed coaching Greg. He's been a, a, a worker, a guy that shows up every day, shows up every game, and um, competes as hard as he can, can compete. Very very consistent guy. Coach, you're going to lose two seniors on your
3: offensive line after this game. What have and, and uh, Daniel meant to that group in your
0: offense? Right, they've, they've meant a lot to our group. They've, they've done a good job on the offensive line, solidified the guard area. Uh, you know they also have flexibility to move out to tackle and do different things uh, you know both their both their best positions might be center but the way it worked out the best for our team was them playing guard um, i think they've done a good job kaiby you know really changed his body over the last 10 months and um, i thought he had had a really excellent senior year a lot better than his junior year um, munyer was one of our team captains and a heck of a leader and i really uh think a lot of uh, of daniel and so both those guys have uh, been very stable for us and uh, done an excellent job.
3: They, they talked a little bit about uh, wanting to bring the offensive line together and build uh, you know, respect for each other within the group and cohesion there, and just bring the entire group closer. What does it say about them that they would recognize the need for that and then follow through by doing it?
0: Right. They, you know, they're uh, number one. They're personal guys. They're sharp. They're smart. You know, and then you know, Coach Bernardi, does that with the offensive line. He, those, he has a way of getting those guys really close and, and understand they're all counting on each other. And that's a great nucleus. He has a, a great way of doing that with the young men. And they all buy in. So that's part of Coach Bernardi um, along in there. And then Kaivy and, and Daniel could communicate so well. They're guys that are they're res, uh, respected within our team. They show up at everything. They work hard. They do well in school. So they're easy guys to be leaders. Um, for that. And they, so when they speak, those guys listen.
2: Following on that theme a little bit, uh, the wins haven't been there for the seniors, but how should they look back on their, on their career and, and maybe what they've started?
0: Yeah, I, uh, I've told them a lot. I think they've um, built us an excellent foundation here for our, our group. Uh, you know, The way these young men have played each week and, and played as hard as they could play, competed, um, fought back, Um, fought through different adversity, uh, the way they've come out to practice, what they've done in the classroom. Um, This group uh, is truly building a a true foundation and you know, um, I told them we weren't, we're not building a little house that takes a little small slab, we're building a a skyscraper and so you got to dig down deep and there's a lot of hard work, there's a lot of setting on that with the foundation, there's a lot of adversity that goes into that. you know so there's a lot of things that happen and and to be successful eventually you have to have that foundation if you don't you don't have the basis to to sustain it and and build what you want to build and these young men have um, started that foundation and um, i've talked to them about that a lot and we'll talk about it at the banquet because there's a lot of things they've done so i'm I'm very um, sad to see these seniors go but at the same time i feel like in the two years that they've been here um, that I've been here with them, that they've bought into everything we've asked, they've done everything we've asked, and they've worked out as hard as they can, and they've set a good culture um, with our young men. And I think their attitude, um, their belief has helped our team to keep battling um, and keep battling and show up and, and play each week. Um, so you're going to step up
4: to start this
0: game? We're going to make a decision tomorrow. Okay. Um, I
4: just- what did you uh, learn about both quarterbacks from the last game, um,
0: and what would be like their thought process, and can you go with? Well, I, I think that uh, I thought that both both players handled everything maturely. Uh, I thought that was excellent on how, how they handled it, their attitudes. When we talked about it, um, their attitudes this week have been excellent. I think that uh, you know, giving Jordan an opportunity to start in a game is a little bit different to start. They come off the bench uh, to kind of go through that whole process and being ready to do all that. Uh, and then the way Cepho handled everything and then was able to come in and, and go, I think it was a good learning experience on both sides of it. And because uh, they're going to both have to uh, eventually play in games again in the future, uh, the way um, things happen to quarterbacks um, and especially the, the concussions and that type of thing. So I thought I thought it was a good experience for him and we'll see how how that plays out this week and hopefully it does play out well.
3: Coach, having been a college football player, and Uh been around the game for so long, I'm interested on your perspective on what it's been like for, what it would be like for the small group of seniors who've been through three coaching steps. What what do you think that's been like for those players?
0: Well, I can honestly tell them I went through the exact same thing. I had three different head coaches. So I've told them that the first day I walked in here. Uh, So I know I had four different position coaches. So I had a different position coach. Uh, well, I was in five years. I had four of the five years I had a different position coach every year. So I know exactly how they feel, to be honest with you. And uh, um, and the, the the team when I was a senior, the team on that I was on at Georgia Tech, we scrapped through. I think my first junior year we won like two games, and then my senior year we won three. We won didn't win one ACC game for those two years. Um, and so, but Coach Ross kept talking about how we helped set it, how we kept working with it, how we kept pushing. The next year, about halfway through the season, they won their first ACC game. They never lost another one until they won the national championship. So I've been through that and seen it. Um, and so I, I see us building um, and doing that. So these young men truly do, do leave a foundation. I truly relish my moments back at Georgia Tech through all those times and all those different changes, and honestly, when I look back, um, of course, I would have loved to win more games. Um, but when I got into coaching, it truly helped me because I had so many different position coaches, I had so many different head coaches, and I could see how all that would handle and how different people handle different things and all the different emotions I felt um, when I got hurt, when I didn't get hurt, when I, you know, and all those situations, those coaches. I still care tremendously about the three head coaches I had: my my dad, George McIntyre, Bill Curry, and Bobby Ross. I think all three of those men were phenomenal coaches and phenomenal men at their time. Um, I want to say all of them were um, coaches of the year in their conferences at one time or not, and some national coaches of the year. I think maybe all three of them were national coaches of the year at one time. And uh, uh, so uh, uh, making that a little bit longer answer, uh, what these young men, I, I, I really do feel for the things they've gone through. I know the emotions they've gone through, and I feel like they, we've all been able to bond with that. And they, you know, I've had a lot of them tell me they wish they could come back another year, not just for college, they, they, they just see it happening. They just feel the energy, they feel the change. Um, you know, uh, Jared Bell, he said he's lucky. He's going to hopefully get a six year, and he gets to be a part of the, everything. And they also get to be a part of the new facility. Uh, so they feel a, a big change in everything. So I think they, they're proud of where they've pushed us to. Of course, they would have loved to have a lot more wins, like all of us.
3: mentioned, Jared, what
0: do you expect to know for sure about that? Uh, uh, well, I, well, I'll find out sometime in the spring, we'll find out. But, you know, he had he missed a full year and never played with an ACL. He missed another full year and never played with an ACL. And, and he wants to come back, and he's way on it. And he's he's been accepted to grad school. So I, I, I don't see how any way he wouldn't get it. Um, so hopefully he will, but I, I I think it's just a slam dunk, I think. Any other questions for Matt? Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Don't eat too much. Alright, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Mike. Thank you.
3: Thanks, Matt. Thoreau, Thank their running back looks like a, their running back looks like a pretty heavy load, a tough guy to bring down. How do you approach trying to tackle that guy?
5: Um basically you just gotta road tackle him. You know, he's a, he's a fast runner, downhill runner, and, uh, you know, you can't, you know, go at him lightly. You know, you have to give all you have and you have to roll tackle him down.
4: You know, Coach was saying that um, there's been problems with tackling. Uh, why this late in the year do you see guys not tackling that well? And is that something that you really have to practice or is it just a, an attitude?
5: Um, I'm not sure. We practice it mostly every day. We have a drill a tackling drill, tackling circuit every day. And um, I think it's more of a mindset. You know, you have to have that mindset, you know, to tackle somebody. And, if, you know, if you don't, if you approach him, you know, lightly, you know, he can, he can break off that tackle. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure why, we're, you know, we're doing so bad of a tackling job. But, you know, I think it's just a mindset before you go into a game.
3: Terrell, what do you think your emotions are going to be like running out there behind Rell people the last time?
5: Uh, man, as as the day you know gets closer, you know I'm I'm starting to you know feel it and you know get the emotions going and you know uh, Folsom has been great to me. Folsom's been great to the you know to the seniors and you know it's gonna be bittersweet and uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna soak it all in on Saturday.
4: Is there much talk at all that the, the fact that this team doesn't have a conference win uh, is that kind of uh, superfluous when you
5: figure you just want to win? Um, I mean, yeah, we don't we don't really look at the conference wins, but you know, we it just goes in our mind that we want to win. You know, we come we came up short, you know, four or six times this year. You know, double overtime, losing by a touchdown, or free a field goal. So you know. You know it does bother us. It does frustrate us. But you know we just we just been keep we keeping fighting, having that fight in us, and uh, you know approach approach Utah with a with a winning mindset. What are your impressions of uh, their
3: quarterback, their receivers, and passing?
5: Uh, the quarterback, he's like 6'7", and, you know, he can move as well. So, you know, we just have to, you know, play, the, play his, his running game and, you know, his passing game as well. You know, uh, the receivers, number eight is a pretty, pretty fast guy, the deep threat guy. So, you know, we have to keep, keep hands on him and keep eyes on him, you know, so we don't get let that deep ball get past us. But, you know, they're overall a good, balanced team if you look at them.
2: Coach McIntyre said you guys, as uh, seniors, build a foundation, help build a foundation. Do you guys talk about that as seniors, and, and what are your feelings on that?
5: Yeah, I, I do believe we did build a foundation. You know, if you look over the past years, you know, we, we've, we've lost to UCLA, to, you know, all these big teams by 40, you know, 40, 50 points. And now, you know, we... As seniors and last year's seniors, we have built that foundation. And, you know, throughout this year, we've been, you know, right with those top teams that built, blown past us last year. So, you know, I think that foundation is on is on the right track and, you know, building forward, you know, for next year and the, the year after, you know, I think instead of being close, you know, we'll, we'll be able to win those games.
3: Roney, you've played a lot of special teams in your career here. Coach McIntyre was just raving about how well uh, Utah plays in the kicking game. Uh, first, does that show up on film? How much are you guys talking about it? And, and uh, you know, obviously, I'm sure you're thinking you can't afford to let that beat you the mm-hmm. way it did a, a couple of years ago against them.
5: Oh yeah, uh, Coach Ninus, You know, just this morning he talked about us and showed this film out there, you know, punt returner and uh, kickoff returner. You know, the same guy. And, um, you know, he's very quick, he's very fast. So, you know, once he gets out in the open, you know, it's hard to catch him. You know, he, he has that ability, he has that elusiveness. So, you know, special teams is going to make or break us this game. You know, we, we, we already know it. They're first, I think they're first in Pac-12 in and, and every, you know, special teams category. So, you know, we're approaching special teams um, very tough this week. And, you know, we have to stop him and not let him break one for a touchdown.
2: Karel, when Colorado and Utah joined the league, the Pat quill wanted those two schools to be a rival, a, a rivalry. Do you see that as having developed and if not, who would you say is a bigger rival for CU and Factor?
5: Um, I do think it is carrying over to a rivalry game. You know, I think it's the mountain the mountain showdown, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: Rumble
5: in the Rockies. Yeah, yeah, Rumble in the Rockies, yeah. So, I mean, it, it is having that, you know, rivalry aspect to it. And, um, you know, we've been close with them pretty much every year, and it's been back and forth, you know, with Utah. So, you know, we do approach it as a, as a rivalry game, and, you know, they're a great team. Um, Joe, with you and Tony, do you feel that you,
4: at the beginning of a Jersey pipeline, to Colorado, and uh, are you gonna go back and help recruit
5: and get more Jersey players out here? Um, I'm not sure. I think maybe me and Tony might be the last of the <laughs> New Jersey pipeline, East Coast pipeline. I mean, if you look at it, it's always you know the West Coast. You know, being able, you know, being in the Pac-12, you know, got their families, being able being being able to watch them, watch their you know kids play. So, you know. It it may be a pipeline still there, but I'm not sure. It hasn't been too many, you know, East Coast guys, you know, besides the DC three, you know, to come to Colorado. So, hope hopefully so. Hopefully they don't shut the door on the East Coast. <laughs>
3: Anything else for Charles? I'll ask one more. Then you're going to finish in the top five in special teams points and tackles. So, what's your mindset about playing special teams,
5: personally? Oh, that's awesome! I didn't know that. Um, Read my stuff. Man. Okay. <laughs> um, the mindset, I mean, I just take special teams very seriously. I know it can make and break, you know, you know a game. And, you know, I approach every every special team's play like it's my last. Um, you know, especially going into this game, you know, having that, you know, elusive guy back there. I want to get down there and, you know, make sure he doesn't get, you know, out, outflank us, you know, in the open. So, yes.
3: Thanks, awesome yeah. All right. right. Swap out for Settle. Thanks, Trev. Yeah. Settle, just what are your uh, impressions of uh, what has been a pretty tough Utah defense?
1: Uh, they're they're a good defense, you know, and, and every defense in the Pac twelve is, but you know this this front seven especially. You know they're up there with some of the best you know in the league, and you know that's totally fine uh, we've moved the ball on everybody in this league you know it was except for last week uh, it was a little tougher on us uh, going against that Oregon defense but you know I expect us to move the ball against them and, and put some points up uh, and ultimately be consistent through four quarters and then get the win.
2: Coach said he's not going to make a decision on the starting quarterback tomorrow uh, is that hard on you, on you
1: and George? And I mean, I, yeah. I think it's harder on you guys because you guys keep asking the question. You know, it's a team sport, like I've been saying. And, you know, whoever coach puts in, he feels is the best person to take the job and, and lead the team. And, you know, that's how you leave it. And, you know, being on a team, you should come in knowing that. Uh,
4: Steph, uh, last game you didn't start. What was it like for you watching the game from the sideline? And, and how much did were you able to learn about things? Or did you see things that you don't normally see?
1: Yeah, you definitely get a different perspective you know, from watching, uh, I guess, your position and then what the defense is doing. You know, I wouldn't say I learned anything different. I uh, Just kind of a different viewpoint of seeing what the defense was doing. And it was definitely different coming in, uh, I think, at, uh, after halftime. Um, but you know, you always have to be ready to play and you know, come in and, and fill in. How do you,
2: uh, do you the underclass, want to look upon the seniors that are going out as far as maybe what they Help you guys start
1: to take the next you know, next level. Yeah, they the seniors have definitely been role models to us, and that started last spring uh, when the previous seniors from last year left. You know, obviously we haven't gotten the wins you know, that we wanted, but they've been some of the most positive guys throughout the whole experience, and they've definitely been resilient and fighting each week. You know, being seniors, they can totally say, you know, I'm done. I'm gonna you know protect myself for you know my career after this, or you know I just don't want to go all out. But these guys have played hard every week, every practice, you know, they've given everything. So we definitely look up to them, and they've definitely helped us, you know, I guess, propel us into next season.
5: Around this time every year, the fans vote on the Buffalo Heart Award for a player with a determination, grit. And if not yourself, which one of your teammates would you vote for for that award?
1: Um, yeah, that's a good question. You know, there's, there's a lot of guys on this team that could definitely get that award because you know obviously we've been in so many close games this year and haven't come out on top, but uh, this year everyone's fought you know, through four quarters, you know, even against, I guess, all odds. I think we've been down a bunch in games and we've came back. Um, you know, I don't want to give it to one single person, but the whole team just based off of fighting the whole game and then coming back next week and doing it all over again without complaining and without groping in practice.